Welcome to the Tech of Business show. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky. And on this show, we are exposing the technology that runs growing and thriving businesses today. From smart and innovative to nuts and bolts, there is no tech stone unturned. Now it's time to talk tech and let's get into today's episode. This is the Tech of Business podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Sletsky, and today I am honored to have with me Maritza Para. Maritza is an artist and coach. She is the creator of the Heart Work Journaling, which offers simple creativity lessons that help people increase emotional literacy, which opens them up to processing feelings, healing from the past, setting intentions, and promoting self-discovery. Maritza helps her clients and students rediscover their own power through live streaming and online classes. We're going to get into those live streamings. I'm excited. Her work has helped students courageously develop the skill to follow their intuition more often. Through this process of setting intentions and visualizing them, her clients have also achieved major financial goals, including making over $100,000 in sales in only two months, all through soothing acts of simple creativity. Over her career, Maritza has been featured on PBS, ESPN, and Oprah and Friends, the Soul Series. She has shared the stage with Barbara Corcoran, Joan Rivers, Marie Forleo, and Dan Kennedy. I am so, so excited to have you on the Tech of Business podcast today, Maritza. Welcome. Thank you so much, Jamie. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, it's one of those things that when you watch a friend from afar and you kind of see them blossom, as I have with you, we've, been, we've known each other for about four years, and it's just been so fun to see the ebbs and flow, and then all of a sudden, with this live streaming and you know finding your purpose and finding your voice and all of that stuff, it's just been so, so exciting to be a witness and be able to share what you've got going on. Thank you so much. And I'm super excited to share the tech behind it. It's, this is, I think this is a fantastic idea for a podcast because people need this stuff. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I, um, as you know, I'm such a techie and it was a matter of finding the right um, medium to share the technology to make it accessible to listeners like you and everybody else, um, making it so that tech is something that you are excited about rather than scared of. And I think I want to jump right into the whole idea that you came up with of doing some live streaming, because that's not something that is flip a switch and you're on. There's a lot more to it. So let's kind of talk about that a little bit and why you wanted to do it as well as how you accomplished that. Well, I wanted to do it because Hard work journaling is something that I've been really wanting to launch and grow. And we launched it about six or seven months ago, officially. And um, it's very visual because it is art journaling for the purpose of processing emotions, healing the past, um, visualizing the future, you know, create using your paintbrush and writing utensil like a pen a, a crayon a colored pencil to kind of create that vision of what you want and create that future you that you can put on your vision board or put in your planner and so it's a super visual medium and i was like we need 
really good cameras and we need, um, I want to have different angles. So one of the shots that we use in our live streams is what I call talking head, which is me, you know, they're on camera and they can see my face and see my art table in front of me and see all my paintbrushes and all that stuff. And the other angle that we have is it's hanging above my head on a boom mic. And so I think this boom mic is actually for musicians, but we changed it and we, we figured out how to put a camera instead of where the microphone would be. So it's hanging above my head. And in the, the talking head shot, they don't see it. It's cut out of the shot, but we use this software where um, my producer, who is my husband, kind of toggles back and forth for me while I'm explaining the lesson and talking about what we're going to do. And then I actually show people and lead people how to do it on the art table. So they're kind of looking over my shoulder in real time and it's, it's just super fun. So I knew I wanted to do that and I started researching and Googling and YouTube searching on the different ways that people were doing live streaming and the different tools and software that people were using and we finally found something that really worked for us and what we use is actually called wirecast mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's awesome it gives us we could actually add more camera angles than what we have and what we can layer on um, we have an intro video with a little cartoon of a girl like painting herself and happy little music and stuff like that and then um, he also layers on different things like links when we have a sale or something. Um, he puts the URL in the bottom thirds and we can pipe in different videos like testimonials and things like that. So it's really versatile, versatile and we just love it. Yeah, you know, it is such a great tool and it's such a great medium. And as you were describing that camera that's looking over your shoulder, it took me to when I went to Disneyland during the Food and Wine Festival in April, we watched a cooking demo and they have the camera that's hanging over the chopping block so that you can actually see what the chef is doing. So it's the same idea as you can see in that space. And it's just brought broadcast online. Uh, which means that you don't actually have to be in the physical location to learn this stuff, which is the power of embracing online technology for sure. Yeah, it's so funny that you mentioned the cooking videos because I watched a ton of cooking videos because they have got it down. Yes. I mean, they <laughs> produce their shows beautifully. So we watched so many of those and we actually emailed people, you know, what software are you using or, you know, can we buy an hour of your time to really figure it out? And um, people were, we never had to, we offered to buy people's time, but people are so nice. They would just say, okay, this is what we're using and gave us some ninja tips and things like that. And it was super helpful. Yeah. I, you know, and the nice thing is, is that this online community, we are all giving and helpful and want to make it, make everybody else successful. If you found one thing that works, why not share? And I love that. I think that that's a phenomenal approach just in business in general, because it comes back to you in spades. So, you know, with you sharing this right now, there could be a, um, somebody who's an interior designer or a drafter or, or someone knitter. else. Yes. Or a knitter. Yeah, I'd or, love to learn knitting. I'd love to see something like that. Yeah. And 
because you now have this tool in your toolbox, you're now enabling a whole other set of people who only said, oh, well, those are only for the food people. Those, you know, you've now exposed right. them to say, oh, well, if Maritza can do it, why can't I? Yes. Yeah. We had zero, zero clue how to produce a, you know, show on creativity and art. I mean, zero. We just started from scratch and um, we did a lot of testing. We have, um, we have like a little private Facebook group, just me, my husband and one friend who would go in and kind of watch and be like, okay, this works, this doesn't. And, but zero clue. So if we can do it, Anyway, <laughs> that is a pro tip right there is to create a private Facebook group where you have your mastermind or you have your biz bestie or you have somebody that you can trust who can help you through the stumbling blocks. Um, were you broadcasting or live streaming onto Facebook or onto YouTube or both or what, what, what platform did you choose to use? We've only used Facebook so far. Um, with this software, there is the ability to do both simultaneously, which is very cool and something we're going to be um, doing in the next few months. Um, but it, it just, it was so fun. I mean, it, it made my Facebook page a place I wanted to be. Before then, I'd be like, oh, I have to post something on my Facebook page. Grumble, grumble, grumble. And when we started doing these, I mean, people just loved it so much. And um, so we did eight or nine episodes in the fall. And then we did a New Year's Eve, um, midnight on New Year's Eve special, a New Year's Eve heartwork journaling special, and helped people, you know, close out last year and set their intentions for the new year and things like that all through creativity. And, and we made this beautiful angel of intention with your word of the year. And it was amazing. Mm. And what we did is right now I'm writing the book on heartwork journaling. So we took all of those live streams and we actually took them down. I, uh, we took all of, we took screenshots of all the comments because people were like, loving it, going crazy, posting their artwork in the comments after the show. And we had all of the shows transcribed. So those have become the basis for the book that I'm writing that I'm almost finished with called Heartwork Journaling. And so it was a great way of reusing the content. And we also took those live streams down and we are doing a little bit of editing so that we can actually sell them. Because As the content is so good mm -hmm. that we were like, you know, it's great to do it live. And it was so fun. We had the replays up for a while and people could go watch them. And I think that's a model we're going to use in the future. Doing them live, people can attend live. And then after like a 48-hour period, they get taken down and they're repurposed as actual product for sale. Absolutely. And you know, that's, it ties into some of the other conversations we've had here on the podcast, as well as episode seven, where I talked about virtual summits, because it's the same idea, virtual summits up for a limited amount of time. And then if you want to reuse the content or do something else with it, it's a purchase. And so it's the same idea. And a lot of virtual summits are going to this model of having um, it done as a live session instead of as a pre-recorded session. So 
instead of doing it over, you know, eight weeks, it would have maybe done, been done two a day for four days. And that's how they would do a virtual summit. Same idea, different, um, different permutation, I guess is the best way to say it. But it's just so cool that you can hop on your computer that you're used to. You've got this little bit of extra technology that you've learned how to use that you feel comfortable with, and you can share your message loud and clear and your audience is ready to receive it because based on your uh, feedback in those Facebook comments, obviously people were ready to hear it. Yes. And they actually told me what they wanted me to create. So we actually created one art journaling course in the fall and we sold it to people who would show up for the, the live streams. I also created, um, a physical product of courage cards that at the end of the show, I would, I would um, pull a card for everyone for the week. And so people were like, where can I get those? Where can I get those? And I made them by hand because I do art every day just for my own like mental health. And so I said, okay, so many people are asking for them that we had them produced and in a box set and things like that. But I want to go back real quick to something that you mentioned. Um, two words that, popped out at me that I want to speak to pre-recorded um, mm -hmm. and feeling comfortable. So, so many people asked us, are these pre-recorded? Are these pre-recorded? And they were always live. But the thing is within our little private Facebook group, we would do like four or five rehearsals. Mm -hmm. And we would be like, okay, this isn't flowing. I mean, we really took it on as a show and we took it seriously. I am great with like getting on and just riffing. Mm -hmm. but my husband is a total stickler. He's like, this doesn't make sense. And this, we should move this around here. And I don't, you know, I don't think that the way you said it here is going to connect with people. So we would rehearse them so much that the flow was so good that people were like, this can't be live. And I'm like, it's live, you know, ask me anything right now. And so mm -hmm. that was, and it also served the purpose of making me really integrate the lessons even more so that when it was actual, the actual live stream, I was like on fire. I, you know, I was, I had a real thorough um, knowledge of the lesson and what it could do for people because we'd already brainstormed that within our little private Facebook group. Absolutely. And that kind of speaks to, you know, if you are giving a presentation at a networking event or at, um, on the a big stage at a conference, you're not going to go into that presentation with a sticky note that has three bullet points on it. You're going to have spent the time to create your slide deck and to know the flow and to write out a general outline and practice it at least once or twice beforehand so that you can come off as the expert that you are. When you're coming off and it's complete improv and it's just off the cuff, it looks that way. But that's that's then that's the intention of those types of videos and those types of live streams but when you're trying to use it as part of a course or as part of a training definitely the practice 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 that's the way to go yeah and i can sometimes i go onto people's live streams and they can kind of go off on tangents 
and kind of forget what they're talking about. And I do think, like you said, there's a place for that sometimes, but a lot of times you're going to lose people because, you know, we need to kind of get to the heart of it, give the examples, you know, show if it's like a demonstration type presentation like ours are, you need to get in and show and be really clear about how to communicate the presentation because as teachers, we've got blind spots. And so if you haven't rehearsed it and you haven't had somebody else who is not an expert like you look at it, you're not going to know where your blind spots are and you're not going to be able to give a really incredible presentation that flows. Absolutely. No, I totally agree with that. You had mentioned that there was another uh, sentence that jumped out at you. You want to talk about that one a little bit as well? Oh, it was just the feeling comfortable part. Really mm -hmm. just, I, and I still, it's so funny because we were doing them every week in the fall. And still, right beforehand, my heart would go, you know, kind of freak out. And and once it started, I was good. But right before, we, Joe would always be like, okay, 10 seconds, okay, five seconds. And I was like, ah. Yep. <laughs> so I think the practicing really helps to kind of reduce that and um, and make sure that your muscle memory is there. And so you're on Yes, absolutely. And I mean, coming back to the technology a little bit, would you say that this is something that anybody could use and could do? Or do you think that uh, they definitely need a partner with them to do it and help them with the actual process of putting it together, one that has multiple cameras and things like that? Is that something that you definitely need a guy behind the scenes to do? Or, is that, or do you think you can do it by yourself? I have seen a couple of people who do it by themselves. There's one guy who, who actually, um, I, I don't remember what his niche is, um, but it's something, I think it's around cameras um, and he does it himself. And then there was a woman I saw who did it herself. And we're actually talking about um, me doing some of them myself. So Joe's going to kind of show me how, because I, I get up like at 4.30 every morning. <laughs> I know I'm nuts. And um, Joe is like on a different time zone than I am. <laughs> That's what we call it. He wakes up at like eight or whatever. And I, I, I want to do 30 days of heart work journaling, like a little creativity ch challenge for people that are going to be really short live streams. But it means that I want to get this out of the way super early in the morning so I can go on with the rest of my day. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to make him get up at the crack of dawn like I do. So we've been talking about him kind of walking me through, okay, how do, how do you do it yourself? Um, and I want to live stream on Instagram and on Facebook. Mm -hmm. for those. So we'll always adding to... something new in. That's yeah. really, really cool. I, I think that that makes a lot of sense that it, being able to start with, a, with someone else who is running the tech so that you can focus on your content. And then at a point later down the road, when you feel like, okay, I've got a good grasp of how to run 
this live stream from the tech uh, from the content perspective to start bringing in the tech at that point me on the other hand i start everything from the tech side and i'd rather um, be that guy behind the scenes and then eventually get in front of the camera. But I think you and most people in the audience would say that they'd rather be the content producer than the tech. <laughs> yeah, different strokes for different folks. Totally, totally. I love what you're doing and I love the that you've embraced bringing um, online into this and providing your um, your knowledge to a larger audience and you don't have to just stay down there in Texas. You can come and reach me up here in Washington without having to get on an airplane and it's just delightful. Oh, it's been so amazing to have people from all over the world. Um, and I've gotten emails from people uh, like in New Zealand and Australia in the UK. Um, it just in so many different places who are saying this is changing my life and you know and it's so interesting we are planning a book tour for the fall to promote the hard work journaling book and i've got different cities that i'm going to go to and i mentioned it we did a live stream updating people on the progress of the book and giving a sneak peek and things like that and i mentioned we were planning a lot a book tour and i actually got offers from seattle and toronto and philadelphia from people who attend saying what can i do so that you can come and do a book tour here how can i help you kind of facilitate that so it's been really amazing I love that. That is that is like music to my ears that technology is connecting you with people in all these different places so that this book tour is going to have an even bigger success than you originally envisioned it. Yes. So yeah, no, I love it. And there are so many things we could get into and talk about here um, with you about your business and how you use technology. But I just want to keep this focused on this live stream because it was just so fascinating. So I would love for you to let uh, the audience know where they can catch a live stream, where they can connect with you, and uh, any other uh, tidbits that you might have for us. And then before we hang up, I have one final question that I will ask you after you share all that information. Okay, so um, they can find out more about what I'm doing at my website, which is maritzaparra.com, M-A-R-I-T-Z-A-P-A-R-R-A.com. And my Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash Maritzaparra Texas, like T-X. And on Instagram, I am the Maritzaparra. And um, it, it's just, I can't stress enough how much like if you're wanting to connect with your audience do something like this you don't need two camera angles if you're not something that's like completely visual like art like i am just use one and you could even you know just use one keep it simple you don't have to do a total production like we did in the beginning focus on your content and something that's really fun is that you will start seeing the same faces in your live streams. I always make sure I'm not able to, because I don't want to dilute from the content. Joe is kind of looking at the content, at the comments and feeding me comments and questions. And 
looking at everything. I'm just really focused on the content. But after the live stream, I go back and I answer every single comment. I say hi to people. I, you know, send them hugs and kisses back. Um, I answer their questions. I give them relevant links that I mentioned during the live stream and things like that. And you'll start seeing the same faces. You'll start creating your raving fans. And something that was so fun for me was, I think it was on the fourth live stream that we did. I actually, I decided to go a little bit nuts and just totally be myself. And I have these handmade butterfly wings that I get from an artist on Etsy. And I actually do wear these around the house sometimes because they make me happy. You know, sometimes you just, you, you have to do things that make you happy and my butterfly wings make me happy. So I have um, like four pairs of wings. And one day I just said, I'm wearing my wings during the live stream. This is all about being happy and finding more joy. And so I put them on and oh my gosh, people went nuts. It was so fun to just be the real me know that I was among friends and they loved it. And it actually, they were like, oh, you're giving me more permission to be my quirky self too. Nice. I love that. And you know, one of the, the way that I wrap up every episode is to kind of throw a curveball question at the, uh, at the guest. And I'm sitting here saying, I don't actually have a curveball question for you because you just ended this so beautifully that I want to leave us with those butterfly wings and have everybody connect with you, share this episode with their friends if they're inspired and if they want to know more about your journals and your books and your live streams and all that stuff. I just want to end us right there on that beautiful butterfly note. Butterflies speak so close to my heart as well. So thank you so, so much, Maritza, but I can't pronounce your name completely correct. And I apologize for that. But thank you for coming on to the Tech of Business podcast. Jamie, thank you so much for having me. Wasn't Maritza just delightful? So she chose live streaming as her new vehicle for her visual medium to get it out there and connect with her audience. What are you choosing next in your business to add technology to connect further, to grow, and to be inspired? Be sure to head over to thetechofbusiness.com and book a tech strategy session, and we can really dig into where your tech is now and what tech to add to your business and how to do it in order to accomplish your next goals. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Tech of Business podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, share, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Overcast, or wherever you download your favorite shows. You can also check out the show notes and learn more about me at techofbusiness.com. I'll see you next week.